our podcast is brought to you by Mouse World Travel. Imagine going on the most stress-free, well-planned Disney vacation of your life. Now imagine you didn't pay anything extra for that personalized service. That's what you'll get when you use an authorized travel planner from Mouse World Travel to book your next Disney vacation. From resorts to cruises and everything in between, they are here to help you get the most out of your next family trip. Just go to mouseworldtravel.com, fill out a short request form, and make sure you mention our code ROPEDROP so they know that we sent you. to Rope Drop and Park Hop. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to our recording studio. You guys, we walked in this morning and it has been rearranged. Yeah. And nobody asked our permission. They didn't. And we're not sure what we think about it. We'll get used to it, I guess. We're kind of over in a corner now, away from... We've talked about before how the doors are glass and people walk by and Mm -hmm. peek in sometimes. We're kind of tucked away now, so maybe it's not... It won't be as distracting. Maybe. Maybe. I don't hate it. I just need to get used to it. Yes. We're creatures of habit. Well, it's been a year and a half, mm. almost two years mm-hmm. since we started, and this is new. Brand new. <laughs> Completely opposite of what it was <sighs> last week. We'll be fine. It feels very spacious, though. It does feel a little roomier yeah. in the room. Yeah. Maybe the sound is even better because we're away from the wind, the glass door. Maybe, but we're not making any promises yet. We might just put it back where we where Maybe. we saw it last time. Maybe. Excuse us. We didn't we didn't approve this. We just rearranged it back to how it was before. You didn't ask our permission. Come on. All right, let's read a review. Okay. We have a good one today. Oh, well, good. we have a good one every week, but I like this one today. Perfect Disneyland podcast. And this is Craig from Brooklyn, New York. Thank you, Craig. And he or she, I don't know. It's with a K. Okay. So it could be either one, right? Right. Needed some in-depth first-hand experiences for the year, and this one hits all the right points for me. They are both avid visitors, have families, and tour accordingly, and each episode is a perfect length. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> we have we have requests for longer episodes and requests for shorter episodes, so I'm glad they are perfect for you. <laughs> My commute to and from work is about 40 minutes. Most of the info is evergreen, so I started listening to episode one. Currently up to 24 and love every each one. I listened to the holiday ones, too. Just curious on their take and experience. Thank you both. By the way, the title is a great title, too. Thumbs up. Yay. Thank, thank you. you so much. Yes. I love that. Evergreen. I know. That's a good way to put it. We try really hard to do that. Like, yes. And if we have to go back and update things, we do that, too. But a lot of our info, I mean, if you go back to our early episodes about airports and hotels, It still applies. Right. I know there are some dining updates that we probably need to do. There are some things that are open now that weren't open when we first started. Right. Just as things have phased in since COVID. So hopefully, yeah. I Thank you. Thank you. That was an awesome review. Super awesome review. So grateful. We appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Really quick before we move on, I want to throw a couple of things out there. Number one, we have a giveaway going on on our Instagram. Mm -hmm. I... (laughs) I went to Burlington, our local Burlington, last week. And you guys, Burlington, if you have one local to you, they carry Disney Parks overstock or things that just didn't sell at Disney Parks. And you can often find a really good deal on ears, mugs. I'm trying to think of the things I've seen there. Kitchenware. Kitchenware, pet toys sometimes, Mm -hmm. things like that. Um, I've seen bedding, blankets, things like that that I've seen at the parks that are now at Burlington. Anyway, I bought some ears. We're giving them away. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. And the giveaway, if you're listening on Friday, ends tonight at four o'clock Disneyland time. So go on our Instagram, check it out, enter the giveaway. 
And good luck. And good luck. And thank you. And if you don't win, go to Burlington and check it out. That's right. And then we have another announcement. Yeah, this one we kind of have kept quiet about. Yes. Well, we weren't sure. We weren't for sure, for sure that it was going to happen until recently. And I think we're pretty comfortable saying now. And before we say it, I just want to tell you, when we finally made the decision, I got weepy. I just wanted you to know. I started having dreams about Disneyland as soon as we made the decision. So, guys, we're going back to defend our title at the Gumball Rally. We weren't going to. We weren't. We We had pretty much decided it was a no. Yeah. Because of our big Disney World trip, Mm -hmm. we figured that it was time to take a break for a little bit. But it just, the stars aligned and we are bad influences on each other and (laughs) we're making it happen. So, we're really excited. And... Thank you to the Hojo for hosting us this weekend. Mm -hmm. That'll be awesome. Mm -hmm. And if you guys are looking for a great hotel to stay at in the Disneyland area that's in walking distance, go check them out. It's one of our favorites. It is. And we actually have a code that you can use to save a little bit. Yes. So we will post that on our Instagram and we'll put it in the podcast notes too. Yes, for sure. For you to go check out. And, you know, it's a hotel that we've stayed at numerous times. It's Mm -hmm. a quick and easy walk. It's updated if you're in buildings one and two. And I think they're working on another building to have that done in the not too distant future. Um, Great pool areas. Clean. Mm -hmm. We love it. Yeah, it's great. It's one of our very favorites to stay at. We go back time and time again. Go check it out. And then we have some news. Just a little bit though. Wait, hold on. Wait, what? Back up. What does gumball that mean? Rally. The gumball rally. Oh. <laughs> and what does that mean? That means that when you're listening to this on Friday, yes, we're we, heading to Disneyland today. Yes. We're on our way probably as you're <sighs> listening to this. We're excited. So we're just doing two park days. Yep. We'll be there Saturday for the gumball rally. Sunday we will be in the parks probably just at California Adventure. Yep. We're hoping to sneak on Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway at some point. It involves, it involves some logistics. It does. So we're trying to we're figure gonna it out. We're going to try and figure it out. We're hoping to catch the 100th anniversary fireworks. We will see about that. But for sure, we're going to catch World of Color 1 mm-hmm. on Sunday. So we will be reporting on all of that next week. Yes. So exciting. We're excited. And it's a super quick trip. We're going to be really tired. But it'll be fun. Yeah. We're just happy to go. And like I said, I got weepy. And the reason I got weepy is if you haven't listened to our episode about the gumball rally, go listen to it. I think it's like episode 32 or something like it's that. In the fact from last February. Last if February. If you're looking at dates. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it was, I think we said this in, in fact, I just listened to this episode this week. We listened <laughs> you, to them. You took a little too. refresher. I did. And I said it multiple times in the episode and I think you did too. It was one of the funnest days I've ever had mm-hmm. at Disneyland. And one of the most exhausting. Totally. But in a good way. Like we hated our lives. Mm-hmm. I remember. And so when I was listening to the recap that we did, I was like, oh, what did I sign myself up for again? Right. But we were talking about this yesterday, I think it was, and remembering that we had done a park day before the gumball rally last year, which we are not doing this year. So hopefully we're fresh on our feet for Saturday and ready to just hit it hard and defend our title. And we're going to wear our comfy shoes out mm-hmm. the gate. Yep. No time for blisters. No time for <laughs> food. We're going to pat. No, we're not telling you all of our strategies. Nope, not yet. We next week. We'll report on it next week. You will hear all of our secrets. We're not sharing any more secrets because we know that there are people who are listening that are going to be our competition. And you're not getting our tips. <laughs> okay. We'll now see, can we talk we'll about see, news? We'll see you on the dance floor. That's right. <laughs> All right. The 100-year celebration is in full swing. Have you watched everything or no? I watched the live stream from YouTube on the Disney Parks blog. Are you trying to avoid spoilers on fireworks and and Yes. No, I have not watched either of those. I've seen seen just little tiny bits. Mm -hmm. I saw the Baymax bit 
and the blue fairy. <laughs> we were just talking about that before we started recording and how her face is just a little bit creepy. Hers a little creepy, but hers far away, so it yeah, may be okay. It's fine. And Baymax is on rocket launchers. Uh-huh, which I think is really it's cool. Totally I cute. like him. I, we did have someone who reached out to us and said that they were a little disappointed with mm. the song not being Fall Out Boy. Oh, the yeah, yeah. I could song. see that. Yeah. Yeah, but which, I mean, you can't have everything. Come on. I know. And maybe it makes it cohesive to have the same person singing parts. I don't know. I don't know what their reasoning would be. Or maybe Fall Out Boy was just too expensive. Who knows? Maybe. And I know they have a whole, like, there's two composers that worked on this whole song. And they were very intentional about how the song goes. And then there's actually, I just read an article about this, how they also wrote a little companion walk-off song. Oh, really? So when the fireworks are over, you know how they kind of play soft music in the background uh-huh. as everyone's leaving? So it kind of like yeah. ties right back into, and it's supposed to be really cool. So that's actually available for streaming soon. Oh, so keep an cool. eye out for that, the fireworks. One of the things that I read about it, we watched, my family watched it last night. I found something else to do while we were sitting there. I was hanging out with them, but I didn't pay attention. And they were discussing it afterwards, and Asher if you've listened to any of our kids' episodes, you know Asher's quite opinionated. He was a little disappointed that there wasn't a little bit more Walt involved in the fireworks. Interesting, yeah. Which, World of Color 1 includes a bit of Walt. But the fireworks didn't... I listened to them kind of debate what they wish had been included and how mm. they felt. He felt like it fell a little flat. But something I read, and I told him this after, and I think it kind of changed his opinion, is that this new fireworks show includes a snippet from every animated feature film since Walt Disney Studios began. Wow. And I don't know if that's true, but that's I've, a lot. the parts that I've listened, it's just maybe a, a small quick phrase, right? but the parts that I've listened to, I, I feel like it could be accurate because hmm. you hear some pretty random things if you're listening to the music. Yeah. So fact well, check me on that if that's wrong, but hopefully we get to catch a glimpse of it this weekend. We're crossing our fingers. Yes. Um, and then there's, a hundred years cavalcade, which I didn't know was coming. I don't know if you had heard uh-uh. news beforehand, so no. that was kind of a surprise to me. But we are, we will probably see that while we're walking around this weekend. Yes. <laughs> we'll see. Um, it looks interesting. It's the beautiful purple and blue colors on everybody and silver. And unless there's a gumball rally question about it, we will not stop and watch That's it. Right. <laughs> not even if we have to uh, grab a cream cheese pretzel. We're not hanging out on Main Street. Nope. <laughs> so, anyways, you can go watch that live stream. If you want to, people, if you missed it, the live stream from Friday. I thought it was really cute. It's on Disney Parks' YouTube channel? Yes. Yeah. There was some fun trivia. They just kind of, like, throw it around the parks and ask cast members different questions about their favorite characters and favorite movies. Can we talk about that real quick? Yes, and speaking of that. One of the things that was added for the 100-year celebration is cast members got new name tags. Mm -hmm. And traditionally, the cast member's name tag has their hometown listed underneath their name, which is fine. It's kind of fun, but typically, I've noticed this, at least at Disneyland, it's a lot of local, so you have a lot of, you know, Anaheim and... Costa Mesa. Yes, and La Habra and all these Uh other places that are nearby, but now with these new 100-year celebration, it's their cast, their name, and then underneath is their favorite character. Mm -hmm. So cute. And I love it, because I think it's a great conversation piece. If you want to start a conversation with a cast member, it's a great way to start a conversation. Who would be on your name tag? Stitch. Stitch? Mm Mm-hmm. We talked about this in our family last night. Cause I bet there's lots of stitches. Well, <laughs> I mean, okay. in the park, I mean, there's lots of stitches. Yes. Would be my guess. Chris Provost. Okay. He was in the park and he was looking at a lot of different name tags and kind of pointing them out. I didn't see a stitch. Interesting. Super interesting. And it was fun to see the wide variety. Some I'd yeah. never heard of. Huh. 
And it's characters throughout all of the Disney books. And yeah. so there were people that had Star Wars characters and cool. Marvel characters. I think mine would be, we talked about it for a while, and I think I finally settled on the Swedish chef. That's cute. Yeah. I like I it. I love him and I've always loved Hurdy-gurdy. him. Hurdy gurdy. Yes. <laughs> That's the one. I love it. Okay. What else do we have to talk about? Uh, let's talk about refurbs real fast. Okay. What do we have? Any updates on refurbs? Yes. So we talked about some refurbs last episode. One of those has changed. They've bumped the dates out just a little bit for the Mickey's Magic refurb. Originally, we reported that it was going to be closed from January 24th to February 4th. That has changed, and it's going to be closed now from February 13th through February 24th. And then we still have no opening date for Indiana Jones. The calendar goes now to the middle of March. And so we're still through the middle of March. Grizzly River also has no reopening date. If you're listening to this on Friday, what is it? Oh, the 4th? Mm -hmm. 3rd. 3rd, yes. Um, February 3rd. Haunted Mansion Holiday is closed through next week till February 10th, as is Inside Out Emotional Whirlwind. And then on the 27th of February, Silly Symphony Swings will be closing, and there is no reopening date yet through the middle of March. So... That's what we have for refurbs coming up. Right. And Mint Julep Bar and French Market will be closing February 17th. We've already discussed this before. It's going to become Tiana's place. And there is going to be a minute, you guys, where there are no beignets, at least as far as we can figure out, unless they're going to have them somewhere else. But Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen is closed. Well, so yes, yes, yes and no. So the second floor is open. Walk-ins are welcome. So they're not... They typically have been kind of reservation-based. Right. I mean, it's not super hard to walk in, but it looks like they are making it easier to walk in now. And you can go eat up on the second floor. But they have said no beignets. No beignets. Beignets Expressed will not open again until the full refurb is done. So, ooh. No beignets, guys. And I feel like beignets are a thing at Disneyland. Are. I wonder I if they'll have some kind of a pop-up booth or something in downtown Disney. That would be lovely. Yeah. Because that's wish. sad. It is sad. It's Could really they, sad. I feel like they should just have them somewhere else. Yeah. We had a follower on Instagram reach out to us lamenting that she was not going to get beignets on her mm-hmm. trip in February. And I said, we, we'll keep our eyes open. But as of now, we're on beignet watch. Yes. And as soon as we know more, we'll let you know. Yeah. <laughs> Believe us. We will let you know if we hear anything about beignets. It's a big deal. It is. <laughs> it is a big deal. And then there are construction curtains installed at Steakhouse 55. So those of you who know, Steakhouse 55 in the Disneyland Hotel has been closed for almost three years now, right? Mm -hmm. And there's been no word on what's happening with it. I think Um, they said it was a permanent closure. Right. They said it's not opening, but no word on what they're doing with it. But it appears that they are doing some work on it and maybe it'll be transformed into something else. So the curtains are there and there's also a sign that says Imagineering in Process Mm -hmm. or something like that. So So something's happening. Yeah. That's exciting. It is. Because that's a... A missed opportunity there for another restaurant at the Disneyland Hotel. I agree. Which I think it's really fun to hang out and spend time over there. So yeah, here's some news that we never get to report: lower <laughs> lower prices. So <laughs> if you've been following, you know that prices on Savi's Workshop lightsabers and Droid Depot droids went up not too long ago. Right. And then just quietly, they went, went back, back down. down. So they're back at their original price. 119 for the lightsabers and 219. 219, sorry, and 99 for droids at Droid Depot. So it was just a little bump during the holiday season, I guess. I guess. Somebody knows? needed their Christmas bonus. <laughs> <sighs> we won't name he's, who that would who that now. might be. <laughs> okay, I think that's it. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So we're going to maybe try a new thing every week. Maybe if Aaron's on board with this. I'm on board. So we thought it might be fun to do like a little Disney trivia or a, you know, fun Disney fact of the week. If you're an OG. Yes. If you were here in the beginning, we used to, we started out doing like a Disney question of the week. Right. Or a favorite or something. Yeah. Yeah. We lost that quick. We did. It didn't last very long. It didn't. But this could be fun. And maybe we won't keep this up, but we'll, we'll do it for a little while and it'll be fine. Ever evolving. But the reason I thought of this is just because I was on the phone with a cast member the other day working on a client reservation, and while we were waiting for something to process, he said, hey, I've got a little Disney trivia for you if you're interested, and I was like, heck yeah. Absolutely. And this one I loved. It was so fun. This is Disney World-focused, although Carousel of Progress did used to be at Disneyland. Yes. This is about Carousel of Progress. The Robin on Mary Poppins in the movie, they knew that they wanted a bird in the scene at the carousel of progress and so they said well we have this animatronic bird that we just used in mary poppins so why don't we just move that over anyway there it is sitting in carousel progress so in the in the spring scene i believe it is okay in the window there's two birds one of them is the robin from mary poppins the other one is stationary but the robin from mary poppins moves and chirps chirps. yeah isn't that cute is that the one where grandpa or where Dad is talking about his new microwave or his new um, oven and his icebox and all those things. I think that's right, but I don't know for sure. Like, I get those scenes all mixed up. And there's, like, different children in every scene. And sometimes at at the end, you're like, where did that child go? There's one child that (laughs) vanishes somewhere in between. There's, like, extra children in the first scene that just don't make it through the whole period. Right. It was the turn of the century. Terrible things were happening. Anyway, we're going to talk more about Carousel Progress in a minute because today we are doing a recap of our VIP tour day mm-hmm. and maybe some more. We'll see what yes. we get to. But we'll see how far we get. Guys, this was a fun, fun, fun day. Super We fun. had the best time. And I've never been on a VIP tour. This was my first time getting to experience it. Mm-hmm. This you- might have been my favorite VIP tour that I've been on. Okay, so. let's talk about why. Honestly, well, and I don't know if this is why for you, mm-hmm. but I feel like... Our VIP tour was, or our tour guide mm-hmm. was fantastic. Yes, he was top notch. And I, I don't think I've had a bad tour guide. Okay. And in fact, the first time I went on a tour, I would say he was comparable to oh, the yeah. one that, that we had this year. Okay. But I think having a group of people that have been to Disney World before and didn't need to go on every single ride, right? Like right. We, we knew what our favorites were. We knew which ones we wanted to hit. We knew which ones were the most important. Mm-hmm. And we made it happen. And yes. so we got a lot done in the day where I think a normal family touring with a VIP guide would probably only maybe be able to do two, three parks tops. Right. We got through four. We got through four and we got through. In fact, at the end of the day, we had time left and he was trying to come up with some extra things yeah. for us to do. And I didn't think we were going to make it through our list. Yeah. I really didn't. I was very skeptical. But we had we had 10 people in our group mm-hmm. and everybody was fine with let's go. Let's yeah. get stuff done. Let's yes. party. And everyone was super got along all day long, which is not always the norm right. <laughs> when you get a group of women together. So our VIP tour was gifted to us. Mm-hmm. Thank you to Mouse World Travel. Yes. And we, in doing that, Katie's a travel planner with Mouse World Travel. Mm-hmm. And then the other eight people that we were with were also travel planners. Part of the travel agency, yes. I was the only one who was not a travel planner. 
there was a little travel talk in the van when we were moving between <laughs> parks, and I was like, I have no idea what you guys are talking about. So, but it, it was fine. And everybody semi knew each other ahead of time except for me. Mm-hmm. And I got along great with everybody. It wasn't a problem. Yeah. We had the best time. Totally. So we started the park, Katie and I, on our own. We started at Animal Kingdom. Mm-hmm. We did Kilimanjaro Safari to begin with. That's what we rope dropped. Yeah. If you're going sometime soon, we had early entry because we were staying on property. We got into the park at 730. Kilimanjaro Safari did not start till 8. Right. But by the time we we grabbed a little breakfast on the way in right. at the Starbucks, which is called Creature Comforts, maybe? Maybe. Is that right? Creature Comforts. So. so we grabbed a little breakfast. By the time we walked back to get in line for Kilimanjaro Safaris, the line had already started. Mm-hmm. Um, we weren't far back, maybe no. like 50 people I think back. we were on the second vehicle. Yeah. Maybe third vehicle. Yeah, maybe so. And so, and I, we waited for maybe 15 minutes for the ride to open. Right. And the line moved right. I Like, we got right on a vehicle. The we line did. never stopped moving. So. And if you've been told that, you know, Kilimanjaro Safari is an awesome way to start your day, it is. It is. We saw no giraffes. <laughs> Except for the giraffes. Although I've ridden in the morning and seen giraffes too. So, so have I. <laughs> I was disappointed. I told Katie, I want my money back. I saw no giraffes. It's it's always hit and miss what animals you're going to see. But that's, we saw... That's the beauty of it though, right? Is well, I mean... It, it would be nice to see all of them, sure. But that's not going to happen. We saw wildebeest. We did. We saw elephants. We saw lions. We did. We saw two lions. Hippos. Hippos. Rhinos. Flamingos. Mm-hmm. Don't ever watch any kind of documentary on flamingos. They'll make you cry. It's the worst. We saw crocodiles. We saw the cutest little warthog. Yes. Just peeking out of his hole. Yes. That was we my favorite. I should share that picture. It's my favorite. He was, it was like, fun. He was just checking everybody out. It started pouring while we were on this. Yes. And it was kind of cool because the, the truck that you're in is covered by like a pretty thick tarpy mm-hmm. type thing. And so hearing the rain on top of our truck while we went through the safari was kind of cool. Yeah. And by the time we got off the truck, the rain had pretty much stopped. So we timed it just right. Yeah. It was good. It was good timing. And I loved it a lot. And I think it made the animals a little frisky to have some rain. Yeah. They are always more active in the rain for sure. It was super fun. So we did that first. Then we went and did Expedition Everest. Mm -hmm. For your motion sickies, it's a hard one. Yeah. Disco Yeti. We went and said hello to Disco Yeti. Does he have a name? I don't know. Our Yeti has a name, Harold, Harold, but I can't think if there's a name for Disco Yeti. Maybe that's just his name. Hey, random side story really quickly. Mm-hmm. Did you know, or is this just something someone made up? I was listening to a podcast the other day, and there apparently is a name for the dragon, Maleficent's dragon and Phantasmic. Maybe. I don't know. It starts with an M. I can't remember what it was. I think it was on Hannah's podcast. Oh, interesting. That I heard it. Is and maybe you don't know this, but Morton, maybe, maybe something like that. There is a dragon underneath the castle in Paris at okay. Disneyland Paris. I wonder if it's the same dragon. Oh, see, on here, I just Googled this. Oh, Murphy. <laughs> Murphy. And that, I think, is what they said. Some people call him Snaps McGee. Okay. And Murphy. And Murphy, I think, was the name that they used. I like it. On the podcast. I had never heard that anyway. Sorry. Makes him a little <laughs> less intimidating, though. I mean, I guess it's a girl, it's right? It's Maleficent, yeah. right? I, so, that's funny. I don't know. Murph. Anyway, Disco Yeti. I think Disco, Disco Yeti, Yeti just I works. That's what that's I've enough. always heard sure. him called. But this is a ride that goes, it's a roller coaster, and it does go backwards through the dark at one point. And it's, so if you're prone to motion sickness, it can be a little tough. And it's not even so much that it goes backwards in the dark. I think my hard part with it is that it goes backwards in the dark and there's a lift. Mm-hmm. And so you feel very pressed into your seat. In fact, some people say it feels like you're inverted. Yeah. You're not, but there's a lift. It feels like a loop, but mm-hmm. it's not. Yeah. I think it's just 
you lose your bearings, honestly. Yep. Yeah. And so I don't mind it. I can do it. But heads up to my, my motion sick mm-hmm. friends. It can be a bit of a challenge, yeah. but it's a fun ride. It totally. is fun. This is one that my kids could do 10 times in a row. Yeah. Not me so much. Like twice in a row is my limit, I think. Yeah. But it's really fun. I like And it. there's rarely a long wait for it, which is really interesting to me. I think because it has a higher height requirement, maybe. Oh, so maybe. So it's like an Incredicoaster type. You know how Incredicoaster's not usually a long wait. Yeah. And two, uh, I think those roller coasters, just they keep so many rotating on the track. It's probably a bit of a people eater. High loaders. After that, we went and did—this is all before the tour started, mm-hmm. by the way. We went and did uh, It's Tough to Be a Bug. Yes. <laughs> we missed that. And a little, we had a little Disneyland and nostalgia in our we day. Did. It was perfect, and it was just as good as I remember. It's fun. If you are traveling and you are doing it for the first time, mm-hmm. they warn you several times <laughs> while you're in the waiting area in the queue. They say that it can be intense. And it scary might be, for little kids. Yes. People still, I think, think, oh, it's fine. No big deal. It. We had how many kids get up and leave? Oh, lots. Probably three or four. Yeah. It's every time there's kids crying. Yep. They get up and they leave. Spiders come down from the ceiling. Uh The hornets sting you in the back. Yes. Yeah. I mean, not really, but that's what it's It's simulated. It's 40, so there's, Mm -hmm. there's, you're going to get sprayed with water. Um, You're going to feel like things are grabbing at you in your seat. There's smells. Yes. Yeah. And so... There were there were quite a few kids who had to leave with the parents yes. because they were upset. Just go into it forewarned. It is and sit towards the left side if you think you're going to have to get up, right. so you don't have to crawl over people. Walk all the way to the mm-hmm. end of the row, and just know it's it's, it's a little scary. It is, if you're but little. it's so cute and it's educational. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it is really cute. And it's the walk fun. down to the theater takes forever, though. It's a long queue. I just feel like you're walking to the center of the earth. It's what it feels like. Yeah. But it's kind of fun because you're wrapped around the tree of life and you get to see the animals the carved. Animals. Yeah. Yes. So Pay attention to that. It's fun. After that was when we had, I think we met at what, 10 o'clock in the morning for our tour? 10.30. 10.30. Because our tour started at 11. Is that right? Or was it, it later started. than that? Or no, earlier than that? Okay. Right, when we met. Okay. So we met at Tiffin's, which is kind of at the entrance of Pandora, mm-hmm. which was smart. Yes. Because then we could just be off and running. So we met up with all of the ladies, all 10 of us met up, and our tour guide showed up, Stephen. Cute little Stephen. He's tall. Yeah. Cute big Stephen. We love you, Stephen. So s- you were friends with him on Instagram. We should, we'll tag him. We'll give when him a we, little shout when out. When we publish this episode. And he pays attention, I noticed, that yeah. I see that he sees a lot of our stories. Yeah. We loved Stephen. He was a good time. Yes, he was. He was so much fun. Yeah. And full of information. Full of information. Also, we kind of learned some things while we were we were talking to him about some stuff, and it's interesting to me. So tour guides at Disney can kind of pick and choose the tours that they want to do, and they start to kind of, the tour guides can blend with certain expectations and certain groups. And so since we were a group of all adults and we really wanted to just get rides done, he's a fast tour guide. Mm-hmm. He's somebody who is totally on board to get from ride to ride to ride to ride. Mm-hmm. There are tour guides who are more well-versed in historical things. If you want to tour the parks and learn about the history of the parks, there are tour guides who are who like to take it a little slower and just have a relaxing, enjoyable day. And so if that's what your goal is, you can find a tour guide who's willing to do that as well. Mm-hmm. So if you're booking a VIP tour at any point in the near future, you can kind of set your expectations ahead of time and they will find a tour guide that fits you. Yes, And so keep in mind that if you are booking a tour guide in the near future and you want to get a lot done and cover a lot of ground, Stephen is an awesome, awesome tour guide for that. He had been used before by—and so we requested him specifically. 
we meaning <laughs> they, they they requested him for us. <laughs> yes. I was like, we didn't. I didn't know him <laughs> until that day. Um, and I'm so glad. Me too. He was great. He was a lot of fun. So we started off in Pandora. Mm-hmm. We went on Flight of Passage, which is the Avatar ride. One of my favorites of all time. I would mm-hmm. say it's in my top five of all rides anywhere ever. It makes me cry. I every get, time. I get weepy every time. I don't know what it is. It's, it's she the, sure did. It's the smells. It's the mist blowing on your face. It's the feeling of flying. And I just, I don't know what it is. It makes me emotional. See, okay. Maybe that's where I have the problem because it doesn't make me emotional. But also I'm just trying really hard to focus on not getting sick. Sure. So I think maybe when you're saying that, I don't get that from it at all. <laughs> Erin was sitting there with her. What did, you had Dramamine in your system, a patch on your neck. Yep. She was all out, not getting motion sick that day. Trying really hard to find focus points. Sure. That I can keep my eyeballs on so uh-huh. that I'm not going to, in fact, talking about it is making me lightheaded. But like, I just am trying to find focus points and I'm so focused on not getting sick that I don't. She doesn't enjoy it as much as I do. I do enjoy it, mm-hmm. but it's a hard one for me. This mm-hmm. one's one of the. This one's hard. This is probably the hardest attraction for me, period. Interesting. So okay. I well, don't just I don't Just cry. a heads up for those of you who get motion sick, especially in simulator type rides. Right. This, is a, this can be a tough one. And we talked a little bit about it after we got off, and I feel like it was kind of the consensus. It was a little blurry. Did you feel that way too? It was the 3D glasses. So we talked about this. Oh, um, that's right. Because they have to process them after every rider, right, to keep the germs away. Mm-hmm. They start to get a little etched. And so when you're looking at the screen, process. right, when you're looking at the screen through those etched glasses, it starts to look a little bit blurry. But it doesn't bother me enough to make a difference. It's hard. I will say it's hard. It's a hard one for me. I will ride it. I will get ready. I will prepare <laughs> myself. And I will ride it one time every trip. But it's a tough one. It's the very first ride I ever went on at Walt Disney World. Is it? Yeah. Did you know that? I didn't. Maybe that's part of the... Nostalgia. Smart, maybe. It's the one maybe that you love because it. it was your introduction. Yeah. It is a really great attraction. And it's very cool. And I can see how you'd feel that way if yeah. you were not trying to not barf. And if you are not lucky enough to buy a lightning lane, an individual lightning lane for it, the line for this one gets super long. Mm-hmm. However, the queue is it's amazing. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so rope drop it. And then you do get to go through the whole queue without much of a line. That's right. what everybody's rope dropping. So it still is going to be a little bit of a wait. Um, but just know, if you do individual lightning lane, you are going to skip most of the queue, which is a really incredible queue. And I would say that this is probably one of the first, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like this is one of the first attractions, because it's been around for a few years now, mm-hmm. where they really had a good pre-show. Like yeah. where you come in and it's not just the ride, mm-hmm. it's you come into a room and you're briefed about something and they tell you kind of about the experience you're going to have and they make you a little bit part of the attraction. Right. So it's more of an experience than just a ride, which Disney does really, really well. They do. And I feel Mm -hmm. like this was kind of the launching point for them. This was the first time that you had this whole experience that builds up to it. And it's it's common now Mm -hmm. um, on the new attractions, but I feel like this was one of the first ones. And so it's not just a queue. Mm -hmm. It's an experience. It's so great. Yeah, it's fun. We skipped over to Navi River Journey mm-hmm. after that, which people kind of compare to Small World or it's a it's a little boat ride. Uh-huh. And I love it. The music is so pretty. The the glowy stuff is so pretty. Yes. It has one of the most amazing animatronics in it. 
that it does. has and ever been created. And she was working for us. And she was working. Shaman. She's not always working. Sometimes they will have a screen up with a projection instead of the actual And I think just a couple animatronic. days later, she was gone. Yeah, it happens sporadically yes. off and on. I think it's just so complex mm-hmm. and amazing that it breaks down. She's very frequently. cool. This was actually when we went to Walt Disney World in 2021. This was the longest line we waited in. And it it's a very a short one. attraction. Mm-hmm. Your boat ride not comparative to Small World, is only about two minutes long. It's a pretty Mm -hmm. quick attraction. My tip for it, look up. Because there are leaves, like there's a canopy over top of you. Mm -hmm. It's all bioluminescent. So everything is glowy and so pretty. But if you look up at the leaves, they have the leaves lit from above, and you can see little bugs crawling on the leaves. And frogs. And frogs. Mm -hmm. And it's super cool. I love that. The whole thing is really pretty. Yeah. And I'm not... I didn't love the first Avatar movie. I, I mean, it was fine and entertaining, and I would watch it again for sure. Right. But for some reason, the way that they did Pandora in Disney World just makes me love that, not the movie itself, but just the world. Right. Right? Because it's mind-blowing. Yes. You have to be there to experience it. In fact, there's the floating island of mm-hmm. land that's in in. Walt Disney World in Pandora, and I tried to get pictures of it, and you can't. It doesn't do it justice. No, the very first time that you see that in real life, it's breathtaking. It is. It's magical. And also, I've said this before: go at night. Mm -hmm. It's a completely different experience at night. There's so many bioluminescent, glowy things, Mm -hmm. and it's just a vibe. Yes, if you go at night and check it out. And one of our favorite quick service restaurants in all of Disney World is located in Pandora, Satuli Canteen. So good, rice and noodle bowls, and it's you know semi healthy, Mm -hmm. fresh, not as heavy as some of the other meals that you can get. Really good cheeseburger pods. That's something other people rave about a lot too. My kids love the cheeseburger pods, and they have um, homemade kettle chips that are like different veggies and potatoes. And they have so really yummy. good desserts, too. Yes. That dome, that moose dome. Yeah. Yummy. It's blue. Refer back to our episode <laughs> last week about what happens when you eat blue dye. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> so then we were done. We were done at Animal Kingdom. Those were the only two attractions we had on our VIP tour list. By the way, speaking of, we had a list. We had taken a poll with everybody that was going on the VIP tour with us, and we kind of itemized priorities. And Stephen had me text that list to him. Mm-hmm. So and that he ran he, with it. Yes, so that he knew where we wanted to go and what we wanted to do, and that was helpful. So if you are going to book a VIP tour and you want to maximize your time, have a game plan ahead of time that you can provide your VIP tour guide with, mm-hmm. even if it's printed out. Mm-hmm. He let us text it to him, and that was super helpful. Yeah, and one of the really cool things about going on a VIP tour is you get to go backstage. Yes. And so leaving Pandora, we got to go through the back entrance. We all hopped in a white van that Stephen drove to, where did we go next? Hollywood Studios? Hollywood Studios. Yes. It started raining. Yes. Again. But on the way, he said, what do you guys want at Starbucks? Yes. And so he took our Starbucks orders. We So when we pulled into Hollywood Studios, he had hot coffee, hot chocolate, whatever we wanted right. from Starbucks waiting for us. Which was awesome because it was pouring. Super cool. At this point. Yes. He gave us ponchos. Yes. We, we got ponchos. Yes. Complimentary Disney, ponchos. Disney ponchos. Uh-huh. Also, when we arrived at Hollywood Studios and we were backstage, when we got out of our van, there were other plaids, tour guides, mm-hmm. that were waiting. With snacks. With snacks. Baskets full of snacks. Yes. So, and so fun. You know, granola bars, protein bars, chips, chips popcorn. Mm-hmm. The, nas- the nastiest Rice Krispie treats I've ever eaten. <laughs> don't get don't get the Rice Krispie I don't know treats. what it was about those. Just the preservatives did not taste right in those. It was the B team. Yes. They put the A team out in the parks. The yes. B team goes to the yes. backstage. I don't know. They were just terrible. Sorry if you're listening, Stephen. <laughs> 
He didn't make them. I know, but I'm sorry. I'm not trying to sound ungrateful. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you do. So we went backstage into Hollywood Studios straight into the Tower of Terror building, which was kind of cool. Totally cool. Yeah. And we rode Tower of Terror. Mm -hmm. And then what did we do? We kind of pivoted at this point because Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway was one that was on our list. And it it was was down. down. Mm -hmm. And fun fact also, which this was kind of cool. He, because he has his phone with him, it's his tour guide phone. He's able to call. And ask what the estimated time is. And they told him. And they told which him. you can't get that answer out of a cast member if you're a common person. I know. I was shocked. <laughs> I was like, they're not going to tell you. They totally they told totally him. They totally did. And it was enough time away that we were willing to pivot and go do something else while we waited. Yep. So guess what we did, guys? Midway Drum roll. Mania. Midway Mania. And guess who gave us the best tips? I mean, Chris Provost did an amazing job with tips for us. Yes. This was a whole nother level yes. that we did not know about. And we rocked it, you guys. We got a refresher while mm-hmm. we were in line with old Steven. Mm-hmm. And he helped us remember all the things, which we're going to try again yeah. this weekend. Yes. But yeah, we were able to get all, unlock all we of did the, all the secrets. scenes. Yes. And yeah, it was super fun. Our points weren't as high as we probably would have liked them to be for unlocking all those secrets, but it was a good <laughs> first run. We at, were figuring it out. Yeah, at being experts. Yeah. It was so fun. I've asked Joey. From the Disney Wizard, uh-huh. which we've had him on our episode before. He's so much fun. He gets like 300000 every time he goes. That's my goal. And I've asked him what his secrets are, and he's tight-lipped. He won't tell me. Oh. Rude. That is rude. I know. That's okay. We've got other people telling us. We should take him to Lamplight Lounge and buy him a couple of drinks and loosen him <laughs> up a little bit. See if he'll tell us. But... We did good. We, we were did great. we were pleased. Yes. We worked together like we were supposed yes. to. And I had a best in vehicle. Or yes. best yeah, best in vehicle, yeah, right? You did. Yep. I was pretty excited about that. And it was fun. It was fun. And then we got off that. We jumped over and did Slinky Dog Dash. In the rain. In the rain. Except it wasn't really raining by the like time we rode misty. it. Huh? Yes. It was a risk because mm-hmm. we kind of all discussed it and people didn't want to ride in the rain and it was a little misty and it could have gone either way. It was perfect. It was. It was great. It's a lovely ride. It's That's fun. so cute. I like it. It's a fun one. Highly recommend. While we did that, Stephen took one of the gals who was in our tour. He suggested this to her, which I thought was so awesome. And I'm sure it was highly appreciated. But her family was in Hollywood Studios that day on their own since she was on the tour with us. And he went and helped them get on a ride that they wanted to Mm -hmm. ride. So that was totally cool. A cool little sideshow that they got to go do. And the timing worked out great because he was back with us by the time we got off the ride. Yes, with waters. Mm Mm-hmm. And with waters, with a bag of waters. waters. Yes. <laughs> Umbrellas yes. for the rain. Yes. It was great. So great. And I think we headed to Mickey and Minnie from there, right? Yes. Yeah. And we got on. It opened right up as we were walking up. Mm-hmm. So we were, in fact, he called again, didn't he? And she was so. like, we're just about to open. Come on up. And yeah. so we got to get right on that. And that was great. Love that ride so much. I'm excited to. I hope we get to ride it Let's this weekend. Let's pause really quick. We didn't really talk too much about this. The the Disneyland version. Mm-hmm. Asher, again, was asking me this weekend. He's like, which queue do you like better? And I said, you know mm. what? I said, I can't answer that because I think both queues, Walt Disney World's and Disneyland's, fit into their environment right. so perfectly that I think they're both perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one at Disney World is supposed to be in the Chinese theater, Mm -hmm. right? So it's supposed to feel like a theater. And the one at Toontown is supposed to feel like you're in a Toontown museum. Right. And it's so perfect for what it is. The Toontown one feels very Toontown. Mm -hmm. And El Capitoon, it feels like you're at the local movie theater in Toontown. And it's totally cute. Pay attention. There's a lot of—did you see the Mouskadoor? 
toodles. Have you looked at the queue at all? No, I want it to be a surprise. I'm sorry. That's okay. I've seen the popcorn. That's the only I thing that I that too. that's been a spoiler for me. If you if you are going anytime soon, make sure you pay super good attention in the queue. There's a lot of things to see. Again, I haven't done a lot of spoilers, mm-hmm. but little things I've picked up. I will say, because I already said it, the mouse doer is there, which I think is totally cool because Toodles doesn't get enough love. <laughs> if you've got kids who are like mid-aughts kids, you uh-huh. know, then yep. they're going to love that. That would be mine. And then there is a concession stand with popcorn, and the popcorn mm-hmm. is Mickey, Minnie, and Donald-shaped. Right, and they actually have some earrings for sale that are those popcorn pieces. Have they you seen them? Mm-hmm. Some danglies, yes. So we'll have to look for those while we're there. I want some Donald-shaped popcorn earrings. So cute, right? So cute. Yeah, they're really cute. Sorry. I had, to, okay. I had to pause on that. Side really note, quick. but Side it's, note. it's kind of related to right. what we were talking about, right? The attraction, we had heard that there was an extra scene mm-hmm. in Disneyland. It appears that there is not. Hmm. I wonder if they scrapped it or if it was just a rumor after all, because I swear it was an official, official announcement statement. when they announced that they were building it. But, Who knows? But it's hmm. if you've ridden it at Walt Disney World, it's the same it's at the Disneyland, same. which is fine. Mm-hmm. It's still a great ride. But we got to ride it. Totally fun. Totally cute. Yep. Always a good time. Mm -hmm. And then we got off that and went and did... Rock and Roller Coaster. Rock and Roller Coaster. That was our last ride at Hollywood Studios. We hopped on that one and we, for the first time in that queue, saw cast members in the the area where the band is, right? So there's all those instruments and then the Aerosmith is back in the background on a screen. Right. But there were actual cast members in there dusting and... Like, I couldn't tell if they were actually supposed to be in there working or if they were part of the show. He said yes. He said that they are part of both. Okay. He said both. That's how that they, Stephen, okay. told us that that's how they do it. They go in there and they do the maintenance, but they do it while as part of the show. So it looks like they're roadies yeah. out there doing their job. Yeah. But I'd never seen them before in there, so that's fun. Rock and Roller Coaster is another one that's a little challenging for me, again, because it's dark and you don't know which way your body's going. Actually, my biggest problem with Rock and Roller Coaster, and we always tell you these things, it knocks my head around a oh, lot. Yeah. Yes. If you're wearing big earrings, be careful. That's yes. my advice. Take them out, I would say. Because yes. it can really wreak havoc on your head it if can. you're being jostled back and forth. And I get off and my ears are a little tender yeah. every time. And I think it probably depends on the, your height, too. Yeah. my husband is never bothered by it. He's always like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then my Jack, who is shorter than me, says it doesn't bother him either. Okay. So, and it, so it's just me and my other two boys that have noticed that it hits our heads back and forth. Okay. So. There you go. Yeah, it's it jostles you quite a bit. It's yeah. not a super smooth coaster. No, it's but it's really fun. Fun, super fun. That's actually going down for refurb starting next month for a long time, like yes. until the summer. And nobody knows. There's nobody lots knows. of spec spec spec. What's speculation? speculation? <laughs> yes, <laughs> you found it. <laughs> There's lots of speculation that they might change the overall theming. Of yeah, it. I mean, in my opinion, it's not a long enough refurb to change right. the ride completely, but I think they probably could take some elements out and some problematic stuff with Steven Tyler that yeah. um, Disney's usually pretty on top of, right. I don't know, distancing themselves from from super problematic right. stuff. So right. Keeping their it, nose clean. It's possible that they could be removing some of the Aerosmith elements. I don't see that happening, though. I think it's probably just in need of a long refurb, like, I think like Indiana Jones. I think eventually that's a possibility, especially because I know that their contract is up or coming up well, with Aerosmith. The, the deal with that was that the Aerosmith catalog mm-hmm. was sold to a different company, but that has nothing to do with—I don't remember what— the so deal was with that. Yeah, that's what I heard anyway, was that okay. it shouldn't affect, because it already happened like a year ago. Oh, okay. Like it's been gone. So I don't know. Maybe there's a, 
a grace period that they're in right now that's going away. No I idea. think eventually they'll do something. I know in Paris they took rock and roller coaster and they switched it over to the Iron Man coaster. Right. Which, I could see something like that. Yeah, happening. I don't I don't think that will happen. No. There's something to do with Universal where they don't have some on the they East don't Coast. have yes, reciprocity. Right. Which I don't understand why Guardians is okay, but none of the other Marvel stuff. That's a whole nother story. But right. anyways, I can see so they have a lot of Lightning McQueen stuff back in that corner. Mm-hmm. I could see them maybe doing a cars themed something. Would be so fun. It would. Yeah. yeah. So we'll have to keep our eyes on yeah. it. It wouldn't surprise me if at some point they did that, though. Okay. And, yes. and you know, Aerosmith isn't current anymore. They're fun. And, right. And people love them and they're nostalgic, but they're not current. Right. Unless your parents are playing it for you. Most teenagers right. aren't going to know who Aerosmith is. Right. right. I don't know. But that was our last ride in Hollywood Studios. Yep. We were met at the outside with pretzels. Yes. Cream cheese pretzels, Cream even. Cream cheese pretzels, which, my very favorite. Which Aaron didn't know existed at Hollywood Studios. I didn't. Yeah. But now I know. Yes. Over by Rock and Roll. Yes. Coaster, there, there they are. Pretzel and stand. he was actually super sweet. And the ones that were at the cart were not fresh enough for him. And so he waited for a fresh batch to He come. went to the kitchen. Yes. He went backstage, went to the kitchen, and helped them make our pretzels so that we'd have nice, fresh, hot pretzels. See, guys, this is why you hire a VIP tour guide <laughs> is for fresh cream cheese pretzels. They was the best pretzel I've ever <laughs> They had. were delightful. <laughs> And we, and we were hungry at that point. Yes. Right? We had been working pretty hard yes. running around the park. So and we it was a kind of welcome snack. Had made this pact with each of us that we synced up our bladders and we weren't eating. Like we were going to just get stuff done. And so it was very welcome. It was. We totally. got to, we, eat, we ate those in the van on the way to the next park. and Which was Epcot. Epcot. And we only did one thing in Epcot. I bet you can guess what it is, listeners. It was frozen. <laughs> It was it pigment was with the land, <laughs> turning into imagination. <laughs> it was not any of those. It was Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Yes, and I was nervous going into this one because I have heard that this is an attraction that can make you sick. Mm-hmm. So I was super nervous going into it. Stephen, another reason to have a tour guide, mm-hmm. was amazing and gave us tips, helped us organize so that the people who were prone to motion sickness had a good seat for them. Mm-hmm. The people who are not and were ready for like the full wild experience had a good seat for them. Right. So his recommendation for those of you who are prone to motion sickness is to sit towards the middle. Sit and, toward the middle and of make the sure you thing. focus on the track as you're going and focus not the on the screen. head in front of yes, you. Yes, right. So, so not on the screens, right. really, is the bottom line. Correct. And so he made me, so for us, we sat in row six mm-hmm. because the vehicle train is what, 10 rows? Something like that. And so, so like, that's like the center. Yeah. So like car. three through seven would probably be ideal. Right. If you can. And we had. And it's separated into vehicles of two rows. Mm -hmm. And so we had a row right in front of us that we could focus on the back of their head if we needed to kind of orient ourselves. Yeah. It was fantastic. It's It's literally the best ride I've ever been on, I think. This one made me emotional. Yeah. Me too. Me too. And let me tell you why. I didn't get sick. I was okay with it. You were so excited to not be sick. Yes. And (laughs) so so here's the thing, and this is what he kind of explained going into it. It's not like any ride I've ever been on. No. It's hard to explain how it works and how it is until you're on it. Yeah, and I mean, hopefully all of you get to go on it someday. I don't want to ruin what the experience is like by trying to explain it too much. Right. But I'll say this. It's amazing. I'll say this because I know a lot of people are super nervous about this one with Mm -hmm. motion sickness. And so I will say... And this is something Stephen told us. The problem with this attraction is that each individual car with the two rows, so four people, mm-hmm. is on a on a spin. Also. It pivots, yeah. It pivots. It doesn't pivot crazy. No, like it's, it's not spinning it's independently. Right. Mm-hmm. It's controlled. But what happens is your body goes one direction and your 
eyes go another direction. Mm-hmm. And so you're just not sure what is happening right. at some points. Plus there are big, huge screens all around you that are playing different things. Right? Yes. And so he, that's why he told me to focus on the head in front of me if I get disoriented because that head is going to be moving with me no matter where we go. Mm-hmm. And once we went through, I mean, the first turn when you're very first entering the ride, it does it not fast. It's a slow part of the mm-hmm. ride. But you see what he means immediately. The ride goes one way. You turn a different way and your mm-hmm. focus is taken a different way. And immediately I was like, OK, that's what he's talking about as far as motion. And it was not terrible for me. And I was actually able to look at the screens pretty well. Good. So you figured it thing. out pretty fast. That's yes. Good. I loved how smooth it was. It just so it's like almost like the sensation of flying. I was thinking swinging. Yeah. Kind of like you're swinging through the air almost. Yeah, but even different than that. Like, yes. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. I don't you just got to go on it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's fun, just like the Guardians at California Adventure, in that you get a different song every time you Unless go. Unless you're me. And <laughs> did, and I, oh, did you get the same song both times? Yes, I did. Which, that song is awesome. I listen to that song now and I'm like, it, it makes, makes me, happy. yes, it makes me feel so good. When we got off though, Stephen said it was kind of a lame one for that one. He said it's a lot more fun hey, if you that's get okay a to, song. that's okay to start with the lame one because I was okay still it. super impressed. We so. got tears for fears. Uh-huh. Everybody wants to rule the world. Everybody wants to so rule good. the world. So good. It's a I great it. song. Mm-hmm. I, I loved it too, but I, I hear think, the other songs are good. Right. Too. And I think part of the reason I liked it was it just, it's a smooth song. Mm-hmm. It made the ride feel even smoother. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. Like we were on waves almost. Yes. Yeah. And it's cool. It's super it's cool. It's an amazing ride. It's totally cool. And you got to love Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Anything to do with Guardians of the Galaxy is amazing. Yes. Terry Crews is amazing. Oh, yes. Terry Crews is Glenn there. Glenn Close is amazing. Again, with the pre-show where <laughs> yes. you're part of the attraction and it's a whole experience. Um, one thing that I really loved about this ride in particular, super size inclusive. Yes. Most comfortable roller coaster I have ever been on. Mm-hmm. Yep. Those You seats, don't feel like you're spilling over onto somebody else's space. Right. So if you have to do single rider, it's not that uncomfortable. Right. Yeah. You feel very separated. Your seat is nice and cushy and big and mm-hmm. comfortable. It's like an armchair, yeah. I swear. There's no jostling of your head. No, no <laughs> jostling of your head. There's no inversions right. in the ride. So it's a lap bar only. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. And it's, I... It's a spectacular ride. Well done, Disney. I want to give some applause, but I don't know where our applause button it's is. One we'll of just pretend. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> anyway, it was fantastic. If you have the chance to ride it, do. Even if you get motion sick, try it. Keep those tips in mind. I've heard people have thrown up afterwards. Yeah. And I mean, it is. You're going one direction. Your eyes are focused on something, and you turn, and the roller coaster goes one way. Your body goes another. And it's it's very... It's intense. Mm-hmm. It just, I was okay with it. Yeah. And even I've heard that people that do get motion sick on it will just take barf bags with them because they love it enough that it's worth the motion sickness. (laughs) Okay. Well, all I'm saying is I don't want to sit single rider next to one of those people. Oh, no. Thank you. No, thank you. But it's amazing. And that was all we did. We we came in backstage right by it, like right by it. Yep. Right into the ride and And right back out. Right back out. Yeah. Which was fine because we knew we were going to spend a whole day at Epcot later. Yes. So we. We, we used our VIP tour guide for one thing that day at Epcot, and that was enough. And and another thing to note, with Walt Disney World specifically in mind, we were told at the beginning that we can ride attractions as many times as we want. Mm-hmm. So like Slinky Dog Dash, we could have gone on it six times if right. we wanted to, with the exception of Flight of Passage and Cosmic Rewind. Those were the two that and you get And Rise one. of the Resistance, I think, too. Oh, was it? Yeah, I think we so. We had agreed ahead of time that we didn't care about Rise. <laughs> no, because that one's such a time suck that and, it wasn't worth it to us because we've all been on it before and multiple times. And funny story, when he looked at my list originally, he went down the list and he's so funny because he was like, okay, no Rise? 
thank and goodness. he and he looked at me and I was like no we don't want to do rice and he was like oh my gosh thank you so much because it's such a time suck <laughs> it is and he knew that too he's like okay he's like we got this list we can do all of this and more let's go yep 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 all right so we headed straight to Magic Kingdom from there, our yes. last park. Yep. And we had plenty to do there. I don't, we didn't really plan on spending that much time at Magic Kingdom, but no. we had plenty to do. Yeah. So we went on Seven Dwarves Mine Train first. Yes. We went to Splash Mountain. Splash Mountain. So we tried to do Big Thunder Mountain, which is what was actually on the list, I yes. think. The line for that one, for some reason, stayed at over 100 minutes the and whole time we mind, were there. And keep in mind, when you're on a VIP tour, you don't get to bypass the line completely. No, you go in the lightning lane. Yes, and mm-hmm. that lightning lane was, I mean, halfway to the rivers of America. Right. So it was a long lightning right. lane. And we've all been on Big Thunder Mountain at Disneyland multiple times, and all of us have been on it at Disney World. Yes. So it wasn't... a. It wasn't worth it to us to spend that amount of time in line. Correct. For. Oh, we stopped off at Haunted Mansion. Oh, yeah, we did do Haunted Mansion. We did do Haunted Mansion. I love Haunted Mansion. And we went in through a back way, so we skipped the queue yes. in that one, which was really fun. It was kind of fun. He actually asked us, is everybody okay with skipping the queue? And we said, yeah. So we went in a back door and went straight into the the room with the paintings, right? Yes. Yeah. And he went and got us waters again uh-huh. at this point. And then and then we went and did then Splash, Splash Mountain. Mountain, which was a priority for us because we knew it was closing soon. And yeah. Splash Mountain. So Long live Splash Mountain. Let's say this. Splash Mountain at Disney World, superior to Disneyland in that you don't get soaked. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, okay, so this is funny. When we were getting on it, you and I sat together. Yes. And I got the right side. Uh-huh. And when Deb was one of the gals on our tour with us and Steven sat in the row behind us, mm-hmm. and they were arguing over who was going to get the right side. Uh-huh. And I was like, why are you guys fighting about this? Because I don't have enough experience to know. Right. There is one point on this attraction at the end when it gets backed up that you are sitting right next to a little waterfall. Oh, right. That splashes at you and it's uh-huh. on your right hand uh-huh. side. And so I got the right hand side and that's where I got the most wet was yeah, getting splashed by this waterfall. Sprinkles, huh? Yes, yes. But the rest of it, it's so nice. Yes. <laughs> but however, I will say the girls in front of us did get pretty wet. Did they? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I didn't get wet. It was I didn't get magical. wet either. I, I loved wore it. Poncho, because I'm a safety girl. Yeah. And I did not actually wear a you poncho. Didn't? I don't think so. Maybe I did. Well, we could look at our picture. Yeah, we could. I refuse to ride Disneyland's without the poncho. Me too. Because it's just not worth it to me. No. The older I get, the less wet. willing I am to get wet. No kidding. But it was great. We rode it. Yes. It's a cute ride. Time. And we'll miss it. But we are super excited for Tiana to come yes, take over. Yes, we are. Still no closing date in sight for Disneyland. Nope. So who knows what's going on there. I'm hoping, I wonder if they think that the refurb will go faster at Disneyland or if they're just staggering it that much. Because it would be fun if they could open at the same time yeah. to some fanfare. Yeah, Maybe they're hoping to have the actual voice actors present at both openings, and so they don't want to have them at the same time. I don't know. That could be. Yeah, I'm curious to see what will happen. We'll ride it this mm-hmm. weekend. It may be our last time riding it this yeah. weekend. Who knows? Actually, neither of us wore a poncho. I lied. Shut up. That's we were both, so funny. And we got off just fine. Yes. Look at that. I lied. And uh, How's that for a Mandela effect? You thought you were wearing one. I thought I wasn't wearing one. Then I thought I was wearing one. And then we both weren't wearing one. Nobody was wearing a poncho. That's funny. And I would do it that way again. I mean, it's not available to me to do again. But I would do it that way When we go on the Bayou Adventure, we will write it poncho-less. We'll give it one trial. Yes. (laughs) See how it goes. Not at Disneyland, only at Walt Disney World. (laughs) Right. Okay, so we got off of there. And then... We walked past uh, Pecos Bills and talked about how it is not good. No, that is the least yummy quick service 
in the whole resort. I feel I like this is a bit of a hot take. I feel like we might get some some. Feedback oh, I'm sure we'll get some pushback from people on this. who love yes. Pecos Bill. We do not. The only upside to Pecos Bills is the amount of seating that's there. So it's large. What I would do if I were you is go find some cheeseburger egg rolls and come back to Pecos Bills and find a table <laughs> to sit at. Exactly. Or Sleepy Hollow waffles. Something else, mm-hmm. and then come back. <laughs> um, and then we did. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes, which we didn't have on our list, but we all agreed that that would be a fun one to end on. Yes. And so that is what we ended on. So how many attractions did we do? We did two at Animal Kingdom, and then we did one, two, three, four, five at Hollywood Studios, so that's Mm -hmm. seven. One at Epcot. One at Epcot, so eight. And then one, two, three, four. So we ended up doing 12 attractions. Mm -hmm. At four different parks. At four different parks. Right. Which... Is was a amazing. lot. Yes. Yeah. And it was <laughs> to yes. be able to just do four parks in within seven hours is incredible. One of the perks also of having a VIP tour is you can park hop mm-hmm. whenever. Yep. And so we didn't have to wait till the allotted, what is it, 2 p.m. PM in yeah. Disney World. We didn't have to wait till the allotted 2 p.m. to park hop. We were able, I think we were on our third park by 2 p.m. Right. So you're able to access more, get more done. It was totally great. Mm-hmm. I know that the pricing for VIP tours, I believe it starts at, you'd probably know more about this than me. I think it's around $400 per hour with a minimum of seven hours. So yes. you're looking at around three grand minimum. Yes. And, and then you, can you have tip. 10 people. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if you're ever going on like a girls' trip like we mm-hmm. did, splitting the cost of it, might not be a terrible thing to yeah, do. Yeah, it's totally something that's doable. Yes, and then yeah. a tip on top of it. Or if you have, you know, a mom and dad that are willing to drive that kind of money. Yeah. And take the grandkids that would be so on a fun. VIP tour. That would be amazing. <laughs> anyway, t- was it worth it? Absolutely. Yes, I think 100%. So. I yeah. think it was a great day. Uh, we got Mickey ice cream bars yeah. to end the whole thing. That the was our the very day with end. Mickey's. Yes. And, yeah, it was fantastic. And tipping is appreciated. It's not expected, but it kind of is. Like, it's... I think it's necessary. And I will say, you know, I don't think that these these tour guides make a ton of money. Mm-mm. I don't think that they are, you know, I wish that they did. Yeah. But it's kind of like a server, right? Like right. they are working on tips. Yeah. they That's where they make but their money. But they're not going to ask you for them. Nope. So be aware of it going into it. And, and ours took Venmo, which was really nice. So you don't have to keep a ton of cash on you. And we should randomly send him Venmo. We should. We should send him like <laughs> a couple bucks to go get himself some, a treat. Not a churro, though. No. No churros at no Disney churros World. No churros at Disney World. No <laughs> Pecos bills. That'd be funny. We should totally do it. I know. We were asking him for tips on where to eat quick service at Disney World, at Magic Kingdom. And he was like, I've got nothing for you. There's nowhere for you to go. <laughs> I was like, no Pecos bill. He's like, it's trash. <laughs> so he was funny. Awesome. He, he was, was so awesome. Cool. And so he took some of our party back to their hotels or back, back to, to a cars. park, back, back to, to their cars, yep. okay, where, where we had started. And we decided to just tour Magic Kingdom a little bit more because we had some fun things we wanted to do. Yeah, because there were things that were closed when I was there that I didn't get to do. Yeah. And so I was super prioritizing the people move. So we went and ate because by this point we were hungry. Yes. We sat for a minute. Yes. We visited for a minute. We watched the castle light up. Yes. We had the Nutella and fruit waffle and the chicken and waffles from mm-hmm. Sleepy Hollow. So good. Highly recommend. That chicken and waffles was really, really good. It was good. really good. It's it was, a little spicy, but so good. I think it was just the right amount of yep, spice. I agree. Mm-hmm. I would say like a little kid that's not into spicy food would not like it. Right. But for me, 
who is, I'm not super into spicy food either, and I handled it just fine. And if I thought think, it was delicious. If you think ketchup is spicy, it might not be for you. Yes. But if you can handle but it wasn't like, salsa. Right. It wasn't like a Nashville hot chicken. It wasn't right. that spicy. And it was a sweet spice. Mm-hmm. So like a honey mm-hmm. spice. With a little, was it like coleslaw uh-huh. on it? Oh, it's so good. It was really Wrapped yummy. in a waffle. I you cannot go wrong with anything wrapped in a waffle. No. no <laughs> They're good waffles, too. They are. I think it's the same mix as the Mickey waffle. No. The golden the, malt? Uh-huh. I, that's my... I don't know. That's what be. I thought. It tasted the same to me. We can make, make this waffle. at home. Maybe. We should try it. It's much better when someone makes it for of you course. and cleans up, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we, yeah, we watched the cast lighting. We went and did the people mover. Mm-hmm. We walked over and got a good glimpse of Tron. Yeah, that was fun. They were testing. We could see Tron from the people mover, too, which was kind of fun. Yep. Yeah. We did um, Carousel of Progress. Carousel of Progress. Mm-hmm. Was that it? Well, so we did Carousel of Progress actually before we ate because we were ordering our waffles from That's Carousel right. of Progress. I would just, yeah, we got that backwards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to keep it all straight. It's all good. And then I think we were done after that, weren't we? Like we did Tomorrowland and then we were ready to go. And then we headed out. Yeah, we were tired. It I did a long not day. get a coconut Dole Whip. No. Ever. Sometimes you have to sacrifice something. Right. And Anytime I was the way closer. It goes. My original intention was not to go back to Magic Kingdom. That was going to be my only Magic Kingdom day. Mm-hmm. But I did end up going back to Magic Kingdom on the final day. And anytime I was near Aloha Isle where I could get the coconut dole, mm-hmm. it just wasn't, it didn't sound great. Yeah. I'm disappointed in myself. So we, I think, hopped on the monorail to Epcot from there, correct? Sure. We did. We went and hopped on the Epcot monorail and we went and got... Oh, that's right. We, we went, went to, to Harmonious. Go, yes, we that's saw. Right. We watched Harmonious, and we were going to grab Croque Glaces that uh-huh. evening, but they were closed that's already. Right. Yes, and so we watched Harmonious. They weren't closed; they were sold out. I think we the st- door was closed. No, nope, we stood in line for a minute, and then got up there, and they said that they were sold out, or they the just Croque weren't, Glace. or they just weren't making them anymore that night. Maybe they were. She told me that they sell out around five p.m. Oh, I thought she just meant they stopped making them around five p.m. Uh-uh. Oh, okay. Oh uh, well, maybe maybe that's exactly either, what it is. Either way, either you way, you can't get them past five p.m. It I doesn't think they matter. Must just have a limited number of brioche buns. Maybe. And so, anyway, keep that in mind if it's a priority for you to get a croque glace. It should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, get it f- fairly early in the day. Yes. So then we watched Harmonious, and before it was over, we booked it out of there to get on the Skyliner before the crowds started leaving. That's the park right. And went to, to Riviera. Went to Riviera. Got some tomato soup and French fries. Uh huh. Because <laughs> why not? <laughs> why not? Because <laughs> we didn't eat the first half of the day, so right. we needed to put all our calories in the second half. Yep. Um, and then we headed back to Pop. Skylinered back to Pop and went to bed. Yes. And gosh, that's 48 minutes of VIP tour right there, yeah. just that little segment. So maybe we'll tell you the rest of our stuff yeah, next we'll week. Talk, we'll talk about oh, Epcot. No, in two weeks. Yes. So we'll talk more about Ep- our Epcot day and then Aaron's other park days after I left Yeah. next time. Okay. All right, guys. This is your weekly reminder to leave us a reading, a review. Yes. And if you don't already follow us on Instagram, at ropedrop.parkhop, mm-hmm. we have that giveaway happening. So go, go check follow it out. us. Mm-hmm. Enter the giveaway for the cute ears. It's an easy entry, guys. Super, Super easy. easy. Go do it. And also, we're going to Disneyland this weekend. So pay attention because we'll be yes. there. Probably you've already seen us post on Instagram that we're on our way. Probably. <laughs> okay. Bye, guys. See you next week. Bye.